Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Pour a cup of Michigan Directional Schools, toss a tablespoon of the best educations Ohio's got to offer, add a pinch of Buffalo and Muncie, and don't forget a heap of the best part of Illinois. And you've got a perfect conference. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Maxion Maestro. And with me, as always, is AJ. Football means more on a snowy Tuesday in November. Marchese. Oh, isn't that true, Rob? Today, we're continuing our 2023 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the Mid-American Conference. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 And a one, Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. All right, AJ, we're coming off a little bit of an extended break uh, because there was just so many Mac prospects mm-hmm. to to get through be, because generally speaking, it's the best conference in college football. Yeah, it's a powerhouse conference, you know, where we're, we're parity, none with the rest of college football because they're just too dominant, Rob. Most years, if, if uh, the college football playoff selection committee would allow it, multiple Michigan mm-hmm. directional schools would be in the playoff. Yeah. When they talk about the big TV deals, they mean Tuesday Night Maction. A weird, uh, a weird broadcast uh, company should buy the rights to the Mac. <laughs> what was the one really weird? I feel like one weird channel had like a couple college football games like a couple years ago before COVID. Year. Oh, uh, that was it. The Action Network. The Action Network still does. Or sta- Stadium had a couple games. Or sorry, Stadium's what I'm thinking of. Stadium. Stadium does have Sunbelt games. Sunbelt I games, think, right? Yeah. Still, because remember that NFL Network picked up like Conference USA games yeah, too. Yeah, that was sick. I miss those days. That was weird. It's it's kind of like when True TV has the play-in games or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, so here we are, the MAC, the most important conference, this is the second show we've done. Um, do you have any idea how many MAC players have been drafted in total in the last three drafts? Uh, 17. You could have just said no. You had no idea. Of course I have no idea. Am I right, though? 12. 12 total. Well, isn't a bad guess. Six in twenty twenty two, four in twenty twenty one, and two in twenty twenty. So two more this year. We got to get eight. Yeah, we got it. It's, we're getting eight in here. I got eight. That's analytics. Games. Do you? Yep. Uh, sure, I do too. Why not? <laughs> you can say anything over the summer. Like Sam Howell's the third overall pick. I feel like we we might not even have talked about Skymore. No, we talked about Skymore, didn't we? I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. The, the lists, the prospect lists out there aren't uh, the strongest this time of year. And we, look, we do our due diligence, but we're not fucking sitting through and slogging through every single game for every single team and every single conference the, here. It might be shocking. This is not our full-time job. No, I mean, it could be. We get paid well. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, I'll cut that. Um, but that does make me think, like, why aren't the Dane Bruglers of the world and shot more like why aren't they producing more content this time of year like they're they, they are fully employed to do this hold on though we shouldn't be asking like other people to produce content so we can produce content off of their content i'm just trying to piggyback a little bit uh colin coward once said work work smarter not harder i feel like he, he's he's the king of that i feel like i don't know you're right, though. It's just like you get a weird amount of content this year and not, not good content this time of year. No, it's like content like people saying, yeah, Sam Hill's definitely QB2, and then he goes in the fifth round. I think most of the content is just like Twitter, and it's not good content. That's why I'm here to tell you Rocky Lombardi's QB2. Yeah, and here we finally go with a, a correct take to start the show. I love it. All right. The Mac, the Mac has a history of producing uh, NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> so... Okay. Odds are one of them could come yeah, this but year. Rocky didn't start in the MAC, so he's not true blooded, in my opinion. Yeah, he started in the second best conference, the Big Ten. That's true. Uh, not too much quarterback talent in the MAC this year. Do either of these couple quarterbacks catch your eye? Any of these? I, I, I'm gonna call my shot in a year or two. We'll talk about Taquan Finn a little more from Toledo. Yeah. All right. That's a good shot to call. I'm just gonna call my shot there. Uh, Jason Candle's gonna finally win the, the win the MAC one of these days. Um, I do think Rocky Lombardi's interesting. He's not he like... Is, I went in with very low expectations, and I came in thinking I wouldn't be shocked if Rocky Lombardi ends up being viewed as one of the better G5 quarterbacks in, in the class. His arm isn't bad. It's not nothing to write home about, but it's not bad. Uh, and he's a pretty good athlete, and he's well-built. He's He is well-built. He's 6'3", 227. He runs the ball fairly well. He's, yeah. he, he's kind of fearless. Uh, I think he can kind of really rip it into t- tight windows when he needs to, and he can push it deep enough. Like, again, he checks the box for arm strength. Um, n- not jaw-dropping or anything, but it's there. Um, what he, he also doesn't seem – I don't think he gets very rattled. Uh, he can hold in strong. He, he did uh, at Michigan pressure. State, though. Yeah, I'm uh, now he's playing in a harder conference and he's it's good looking point. good. It's a good point. Um he hasn't been a moxie to him, which is all I care about in backup quarterbacks. He helped turn around NIU's program last year, uh, when Thomas Hammock was on the hot seat. 
Ult- ultimately, though, his his footwork and his mechanics are pretty wonky, they and are wonky, yeah. the the throwing motion impacts the accuracy. But I don't know. I just I th- I thought he was a fun watch. He's not bad, and I I honestly don't hate Brett Gabbard either. He's not he's not bad. Like he he too like Finn. I think a year or two away from yeah, maybe a little like, more serious talk. Rocky's out of eligibility, so we have to talk about him. <laughs> the Rock, they always find eligibility for the Rock, baby. Um, yeah, Gabbard, I don't know. Like he, he just like he's poised too. I feel like and he just gets the ball out on time, and it's just bloodlines. Bloodlines too. Yep. Um, Bruce Arians will draft Brett Gabbard. That'd be smart. That'd be smart. Uh, okay. Any other notes on these quarterbacks? Not really. Do you want to get to the most talented position in the MAC? Probably. Yes, please. The running back group is strong. It is strong, and I think it starts at the top with uh, Sweet Baby Lou Nichols, who kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. to be one of the most entertaining watches in college football. I think anyone who watched Maction last year quickly thought he should be playing in the Big Ten. He's built like a Big Ten running back, five ten, two twenty extremely physical runner he's just a grown-ass man out there love the contact balance yeah has enough quickness to to um get going in a hurry can make guys miss uh breaks arm tackles with ease i think that kind of my favorite thing though is he he's a quality pass catcher yeah no that's that's fair he's pretty good like all around um like and like yeah, like there's not like big bursts or anything, but he's got some build up speed and I think the vision is, is checking the box. He's got a good feel for like bouncing the ball outside too and like just hitting those home runs. It's just like and like again, he was a what, a redshirt freshman last year, so I think he's just gonna finish his like his game's gonna get more well rounded and um I like to see like sometimes he's a little hesitant running through the hole or the lane on the outside stuff, but yeah, yeah, I think he's just gonna fucking ruin the Mac this year. Yeah, I mean Obviously, the LSU game is a different story, but you watch them against Missouri, which was one of the worst, if not the worst, run defenses in the Power Five. But still, it's, it's still, still an SEC athletes yeah. on that defense, yeah. and he he looked like the only player who belonged in the SEC in that game. Um, Good to be interesting I do to see the, s- how the running attack does without uh, two offensive linemen drafted to the league. Yeah, two two top one hundred picks at tackle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to see him improve in pass protection too. Like I, the the physicality is there. It's just he he's kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, he kind of is a lunger. Um, but yeah, he's got this kind of one cut physical style. Has enough to to rip off chunk run after chunk run. He breaks first contact. These he's he's a really fun player. I think um, he could be the first player in the MAC drafted. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think right now I got him as like an early day three type dude. It also helped me too. It also helps that like a lot of these guys, and I think we'll see it as we go through the, the G5 conferences, a lot of the, the guys kind of on the prospect list, a lot of them are six-year guys. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, he's a, I think he's a true redshirt junior technically. Yeah, yeah, technically, yeah. So he's not an older prospect, and we're going to have a lot of older prospects this year. So uh, that's a plus. Uh, who's your next back in the MAC? Uh, nice rhyming. My next back in the MAC, I'm going with Sean Tyler. Me too. The other directional school, and then Eastern Michigan's the other other directional school. Uh, different back though at five eight one eighty five. He's that that change of pace, quick feet, you know, speedy bursty dude, satellite um, guy. Yeah, who who doesn't get that much reception production, but when when they're mixing him in, his hands do seem 
confident and clean from what from the little bit I got to see. Yeah, it's just it's just hard because yeah, they don't use the backs enough at all. I, I wish they would get him the ball in space more in that way. Um, just because he's your best playmaker now that Sky Moore's gone, so you, yeah. you you'd hope to see that. But yeah, the the quickness I think is kind of the trait that pops with him. Yeah, and like for a guy that his size, like the, the contact balance is pretty solid too. Um, Tyler's really interesting. Yeah, uh, he's a, a bit Dion Lewisy. He plays bigger than he is. Yeah, he like does. I'm not saying direct comp or anything, but that that <laughs> popped into my mind. Same career as what you I, just said. I I think a, a guy who would do really well in his own scheme as as that change of pace guy. And again, I just hope they kind of utilize him more in the passing game so we get a better look at those hands this year. Yeah, they have like um, some like little screeny stuff, but nothing too interesting. Yeah, because uh, he, he's. Um, He's the type of back I generally fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Did you fall in love with any of these other backs? So I think Marquez Cooper, to a, a lesser extent, uh, similar style of player yeah. to Sean Tyler. Yeah. Um, he, I think, a more elusive player. Especially in space. Yeah, He, but he, he's... Although they're almost identically sized, uh, I, I felt... I, I felt the lack of size more with him than I did with Tyler. Yeah, they have different running styles and like just literally how they run. Like I feel like Cooper's got that more of like that, you know, short stepper, like like just little choppy steps. Both quick feet, but like his feel a little like 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 just quicker when you're watching them run, not in terms of, you know, like the making guys miss and stuff like that. But yeah, and then and things like his his playmaking comes like in the open field, just making dudes miss. Yeah. He uh Dree Archer <laughs> yeah, he's, he's same speed. Steelers, future Steeler. Let's go. Yeah, I, his la- his lack of vision and kind of just once you've got a clean shot on him, he's going down because he's so small. It yeah. hurts. Um, he's more of like a, a bit gadget player, like almost like if you, if you could develop him a little bit more, I'd like to see him get more involved as a pass catcher too, and like an Isaiah McKenzie type of path. That's another good comp. You're just nailing Thanks, I'm just comps, yeah. Yeah. And wait till you hear my Ladarius Jefferson comp. <laughs> Jerome Bettis. Yeah. 6'1", 235, baby. Another Michigan State transfer. He's just the he's the the hammer uh to Sean Tyler's explosiveness. He's fun. He's got some, he's got a little bit of clicks. Like not not anything to get super excited about, but a little bit. He, he, yeah, he doesn't he he's just a, like a straight forward put my head down, try and run through you type of runner. They're a good um, compliment. Yeah, they are. No, they definitely are. A, 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 a guy who's not, again, used in the past game, but fun player. I, I like them as a one-two punch in the Mac. Mm-hmm. It works. You want to get to these receivers? Yeah, uh, running back group is the best, but I, I didn't mind this receiver group. I thought Dante Cephas is a really interesting player, and the Max got a history of putting guys in in the league at uh, running back or at receiver, like a strong history. They do, and I got like a day three grade on Cephas right now. Uh, he's he, he's just pure big play threat. Yeah, six one one seventy eight. You know he's got that that length and that lean build, and he's just that big time deep threat and that big time speed. Yeah, I, almost every win on tape for him is just literally just running straight line. Yeah, and I mean, um, get him on the crossers. If you give him enough room, he's running away from any spit, Mac defense. Yeah. yeah, like he is legit. I don't know, sub sub four or five for sure speed. Um, 
they don't need him to – I mean, Sean Lewis, uh, with that Kent State-Sean Lewis offense, like they don't ask him to do much in terms of route running. Um, it's a lot of crossers, flies, yeah. uh, screens. He he does have some drops, um, which I'd like to see him clean up a bit. I'd like to see him do more after the catch too. Like once if, – if he catches the ball in space, like yeah, yeah, yeah. but – Break, breaking some more tackles. He's just because of the, he's this one trick pony who just dominates these, these Mac corners. I'm really interested to see him develop because he's just a true redshirt junior, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And flashes some nice body control too when the ball's in the air and coming out with it. No, there's there's a lot there for Cephas. I, I think like right now, I, I put him like the seventh round, sixth round, but there's a lot, there's a lot there. Mm hmm. Um, what about your boy Trayvon Rudolph? Yeah, I like Rudolph. There's a lot there too. Who um still super young player too. Um speaking of speed, like he's another just fucking burner. He's he's running away from every Mac defender. <laughs> um, he all, all, also good kick returner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I don't know, like lots of like impressive like juggling catches and just another guy, get him in space and he's he, dangerous as hell. Uh whereas I think Cephas is a better deep threat, I think Rudolph's got better ball skills. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I definitely definitely agree. He, he, he Cephas is more of a straight line beat you deep guy. Rudolph is more of a space player and they yeah. do a good job kind of putting him in motion. He plays more out of the slot, whereas Cephas is more of like that true Z. Yeah. Um But yeah, you're right. Like he's he's technically or I think he's he's listed as a redshirt sophomore. I don't know yeah. what anyone is anymore and I hate it, but it's very annoying. Um but he he kind of came on down the stretch last year for them. I think I think with him and Rocky Lombardi, like he could have a huge year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fun as hell. Like down the stretch, he's probably my favorite Mac guy to watch. Yeah, talked, we talked about and, a lot on the show. Yes, we did. Um, um, anyone else that really caught your eye? No, not really. Me in, there's there's also not a lot of tight end talk here either. No, there isn't. There really isn't. Bowling Green's Christian Sims. Um, Mac Hippenhammer with Miami of Ohio is a Penn State transfer. Yeah. Jayshon Jackson with Ball State's a Cincinnati transfer. I think he's a little bit interesting. Um, but yeah, it's Cephas and Rudolph running the show there. Um, jump to the off line. We got our guy City Sal who's been <laughs> locking Canadian. down this this show for free for since we started. I feel like yeah, <laughs> still around. Anyone... No G. He he's my number one. I respect that. He should be number one in. Come, come he's, a power, he's a power merchant, baby. Six five three twenty four, just dominant run defender. Could be thirty five. I don't know how old he is anymore. I don't know. I don't know. He, he's gonna be a star with the BC Lions. Um, I I do think City So's, uh, got a chance to be something. Um, <laughs> I imagine some offensive lineman is gonna emerge from the MAC. There must be, but I I didn't see anyone pop. Kimbrough's like fun because he's undersized and he moves kind of well, but I didn't think he was all really good with the the center at Central Michigan. Uh, Daniel Johnson at Kent State's another Canadian. The Mac is just Canadian offensive lineman. I love it. I know. Yeah, but no, no, I I didn't have a draftable on any of the offensive linemen. Uh, me neither. Um, wow, I'm just flying through defensive line. Anyone? Anyone you really liked? Jamal Hines is is uh, a guy who's getting some hype. Yeah, I think he's the top dude. I, I don't know how much I like him, but I think he's the top I, dude. I, I was gonna say I maybe I'm just seeing the wrong stuff, but he's getting way more hype than I. Like I went in there thinking, oh man, this is gonna be a fun one. Like 
Like statistically, he he dominated the Mac. Uh, I was ready to watch a guy just light it on fire on tape. Most of his pressures come off like games, like stunts. Yeah. Like he, it's not a lot of winning with refined pass rush moves or or like he's a good athlete. He's he's a twitchy first step guy, but he's not even like winning with speed rushes and bend. It's more just hustle. I he's got seen, a big motor. I, yeah, yeah, he does. I haven't seen the hype. What what type of hype are we talking here? I I saw some. Uh, I don't know if you know Khalil Mack played in the Mac. <laughs> now I'm not saying it compared him to Khalil Mack, but Khalil Mack's name was mentioned. As was Max Crosby's, who I mean, is still he's a far cry from that. If you if you want to you know throw to Malcolm Koontz, I'd be okay with it. I I, th- I still think he's a far cry from that. What about <laughs> Ali Faid? That's my guy. That's your guy. <laughs> But yeah, I, like Hines is a twitchy athlete, and he sets a, a strong edge, plays his ass off. But just, just he doesn't use his hands, and I don't think he's overly bendy. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's a late day three guy, um, who who because of what he can do with his hustle and in the strong edge setting, is a little bit interesting. But he needs to get way better as a pass rusher. I, I didn't actually end up with a draftable grade. Okay, yeah, like. But he's the best Just guy. Statistically, here you see his stats though. Yeah, baby. All Mac. Every everyone who's ever led the Mac in sacks uh, has been a Hall of Famer in the NFL. It's a fact. Do you have anyone else you want to talk about on the defensive line at all? Not particularly. Do you? I just I just want to point out Thomas Incum um, at Central Michigan, who's a Valdosta State transfer. Uh, he was kind of in their rotation last year because they had um, Troy Harrison, who was Jamal Hines before Jamal Hines. Um, <laughs> And uh, anyway, he's a guy who in a bigger role this year I think is a little bit interesting. I, I, I watched him against Washington State and um, in the bowl game. And mind you, both their tackles were – starting tackles were out, Liam Ryan and Ibrahim Lucas. But uh, he was winning a, a lot with just a nasty bull rush. Uh, you're calling better than Heinz already? Yeah. Good respect. Honestly, maybe, maybe soon. <laughs> just give him a little more playing time. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. We're lacking the Ralph Hollies. I didn't love anyone. No, me neither. I mean, neither did I. But linebackers, I do love a linebacker. Uh, James Patterson? Yeah, James Patterson's good. Hey, James Patterson's good. Been, been saying that for years, bud. Okay, well, I was a Jarrett guy, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Um, I didn't realize how, how strong a run defender James Patterson is. He is a really smart player. Well, number one, you see him frequently putting people in the position, which is always a plus uh, as the Mike linebacker. Yeah. Um, but he does a really good job reading keys. He does a good job stacking and shedding. He beats guards on the pull to their spot. He's a really consistent tackler. He gets downhill in a hurry. He's okay in coverage. Like He's just zone dropping and like watching crossers and stuff. But uh, I, have a, I have a day three grade yeah, on him I, um, for what he can do as a run defender. Special teams potential, Rob? You saying it? I think he's a he's a New England Patriots linebacker. Yeah, he kind of is. It's close to the area. I like it. No, I, I think he's like a, you know, a late day three guy too. Uh, I like James Patterson and like you like he, you said, just tackling machine. He's my number two prospect in the Mac. After Sweet Lou. After Sweet Lou. That, that makes a lot of sense. I think I got him, like like neck and neck with Cephas. Yeah. I think those are the top, those are the top three dudes though. I, I got I got Hines third, but. That's my top five Heinz. with uh, Rudolph there. 
Yeah, that's either. me too, but not the same order. Um, <laughs> did you get to uh, Bubba Arslanian? But, so he's my favorite player. He's going to be in the CFL Hall of Fame. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I was so shocked. He's, I'm like, okay, he's got a he's got a game cut against Ohio State. Like, did he go off? And I don't remember this or anything. And not really. But he, he he's the he's the guy. Um, who was it? Tri- uh, Trivion Henderson like threw. <laughs> Because he's 5'10", 205, playing linebacker. Yeah. But he makes every tackle he can. He misses so many tackles. He's everywhere. He's, he's like, legit might be fast. Just, he's everywhere. He'll be he's involved. Though. He's either making every tackle or missing every tackle. <laughs> um, he's my favorite player in Akron history. I I think, like, he's going to be on, like, the Tennessee Titans for a preseason game and blow someone up. And then get cut the next week. Like he's gonna be on hard knocks. I think he's gonna be Bill's special teams legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you remember Coy Wire? That's who he reminds me. Of. Mm, great comp. Um. Anyone else? I, I watched DJ Taylor. He's, he's so, well built, but not not much that got me excited. I I, I do want to mention uh, just a, something. To keep an eye on Dallas Gant, who. Was at Ohio State. Um, right. He played like a decent amount against Minnesota in the opener, and there's playing time decreased. I think by game three, transferred, or yeah, left the program. Yeah. Um, and it was like kind of a big deal. Yeah. Just the way he left. But uh, he's at Toledo now, and he's a former like blue chip recruit. And I just anytime you hear there's a blue chip recruit in a lesser conference, it's something to keep an eye on. Good athlete. Had no idea where he was on the field against Minnesota, which probably led to the decrease in playing time. Yeah. Um, but that's a name to watch. I also thought Corbin Moment at Western Michigan, who's a 250-pound thumper. He reminded me of um, – who's that great CFL linebacker who's definitely still in the CFL? Uh, Adam Big Oh. No, he played at Hawaii. He won, uh, like, Defense Player of the Year twice in the CFL. I don't know. Oh, he played for the Vikings for like a year, maybe. He's anyway. That's my comp. <laughs> that's a good comp. I like that comp. Thank you. Uh, DBs. Not much here. Is there anyone that got you excited? I thought Gandy was a little bit interesting. It's not bad. I feel like we talked to him last year, right? Because he, he's a big productive guy. He's North Dakota State transfer. Right. Yeah. I, I thought he like really good eyes in zone. Like he's it, my, he's in my top ten MAC prospects, which I mean that doesn't mean a whole lot, but um, they play him a ton in off zone. He's really good in cover three. Yeah, just good eyes. Flips his hips really well. Willing tackler. I don't have a draftable on him. But he's, he's, he's the best DB. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he was the best DB, and then. Uh, Yuzadima at Ball State, who's a bit like more physical press zone guy, like press zone cover three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my number two DB. They, it, it's weird. Like, there's a couple power five transfers in this group that just aren't very good. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Michigan transfer J, Jalen Kelly Powell at Akron. He's my least, my worst prospect. Um. Amos at Ball State's interesting, though, because he was at Villanova. He was really good at Villanova. Transferred to Iowa State. Didn't play. Yeah. And then he is now at Ball State. Like, I didn't watch any tape on him, but that's a, a, just a name I think is worth knowing. And then um, I think Nico Bolden at, uh, at Kent State. He was, like, a big recruit really? at Michigan. I don't, I don't remember him. I'm a, I'm a, this is You're the number right. four recruit. Sorry. 
who's the number four recruit out of the state of Minnesota. Um, where did he play? Well, Minnesota big time football recruits become basketball players. So, but he's a six. He's a six three safety. So, okay. Yeah, just keep an eye on him, AJ. I know you will. Um, there's definitely someone that we didn't get to or didn't know about. That's going to be like a, you know, a top one hundred pick, pick out of the MAC. Yeah. I just I, I feel like in previous years we've found the Malcolm Kuntzes, we've found the Max Crosby's, yeah, yeah, we found um, Tommy Doyle, friend we, of the show. We did. Yeah. It was I, I I had a harder time. I mean, like Lou, it, Lou Nichols, Dante Cephas, but we know they're James, dudes. James, maybe maybe that's the difference. We just Hatt- like Hatterson. we're like, you know what I mean? Like maybe most years we would have been surprised by Dante Cephas, but we watched like every game last year. <laughs> that I mean that's a fair point. And I mean if. The last three drafts have twelve Mac players in general. Yeah. If we're saying we've got three or four draftables, like that adds up. Yeah. And does. assuming one or two guys kind of pop out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Like, <laughs> I, like yeah, I think Cephas gets drafted when he comes out. Nichols obviously. Uh, Tyler's got a chance. Uh, I don't think the quarterbacks do. Um, no offensive lineman. I think Rudolph does when he when he comes out, but it's a couple years away. Yeah. And then maybe Hines, oh. like you said, Patterson should be. Yeah, I think our expectations were too high just because we love the Mac. Probably. Okay. Before uh, we call it quits here today, let's uh, let's do some of the more fun stuff. Who you got winning the Mac? I'm I'm just gonna go off the back of Lou and go with Central Michigan. Um. Lou and our boy Daniel Richardson, yeah, the the plump guy. quarterback god. <laughs> That's the, the greatest quarterback in Florida high school history. The Mac is always so goddamn unpredictable. Uh, I got Jason Candle finally winning it at Toledo. <sighs> Ooh, I respect that. I got them taking it over Kent State. I know Dustin Crum's uh, gone, but I'm going CMU over over Kent. Those divisions, right? I'm not. I didn't write. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got that right. It's like. Um, the, the, the West is way more stacked than the East because the East, the East has Kent state and like Miami of Ohio, but Bowling Green's terrible. Ohio's weird now, yeah. uh, with the coaching change, Buffalo, same kind of idea. Yeah. Akron just hired, hired Joe Moorhead. And then the West, you've got Northern Illinois defending champs. You've got Toledo, you've got central Michigan, Western Michigan. And then like, even like ball state and Eastern Michigan have been, Bowl eligible recently. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it time we uh, get rid of divisions in the MAC? <laughs> um, I say yes, but yeah, I have Toledo over Kent State thanks to uh, Jamal Hines, Hall of Famer, and Daquan Finn's arm. Finn's a good Finn's a good point. Um, who do you got offensive player of the year? It, it seems ridiculous not to say Lou Nichols. Yeah, ran for eighteen hundred yards. He had over three hundred receiving yards and eighteen total touchdowns last year. That's an easy pick. How about defense? Uh, I I went with James Patterson. Was, I feel like yeah, it goes to Jamal Hines if he puts up the same numbers he put up this past year. But just like James Patterson's everywhere. If if Buffalo's bull eligible, yeah. So I was gonna it, say it help a lot. Yeah, just like I feel like between the two of them, it's whatever whoever's on a better team. Yeah. You think it's um, Hines? So there's your, that, that should be your pick. Yeah, Heinz Heinz gonna get to play a little bit of running back this year too. What can't he do? Oh, Maxion, how we how we missed the. Do you have any predictions for town of the week? 
Um, the thing everyone's been waiting for? It's Muncie. That's a good guess. That was uh, my initial thought. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure I did that last year. You probably did. So where did we end up? Uh, we ended up in DeKalb, Illinois. Oh, beautiful. DeKalb. I think one of the most forgotten cities in America. And I, I figured we should pay respect because Northern Illinois surprises all by winning the MAC last year. It's true. That's a good point. Um, thank you. Uh, so, yes, DeKalb. Population 42,961 as of 2020. Home to Northern Illinois University, who plays at Husky Stadium, which opened in 1965 and has a capacity of 24,000. Now, some interesting alumni. Joan Allen, who's an actor. I don't know. She might be dead. Um, Recipes, Joan Allen. <laughs> Dan Castellanta, the guy who plays Homer oh, Simpson. Okay, well, that's a good one. Uh, Wood Harris. You know, do you remember him and remember the Titans? Yeah, of course. You, you can't forget the Titans. Not not the guy in the wheelchair, but his friend. Sure. Uh, PJ Fleck. <laughs> okay. And then the Smashing Pumpkins drummer, Jimmy Chamberlain. Oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> okay, now notable people from Dakota. Maybe this will pique your interest a little bit more. Cindy Crawford. Okay, the Cubs a powerhouse already. Your favorite NFL coach assistant of all time, Mike Heimerdinger. I forgot about Mike Heimerdinger. <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay, wait for it. Richard Jenkins. Yeah, that's a good one. Oscar winner, baby. Oh, wait, no, Oscar nominated. Did he not win for The Shape of Water? I feel like he did. But well, I... that one movie of the year, do we give him an Oscar for... Does he get an Oscar for that? Yeah, sure. Why not? And then finally, of course, Alan and Dale Clapmeyer. I love the Clapmeyers. Who are they? The Aviation Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember when they were uh, they were, they were up. flying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> up in the uh, air. <laughs> finally, things to do in Dakab. So much to do. Uh, I I, th- I feel like every every college town has like. All of the things to do on TripAdvisor are just go to the breweries, okay, which, I mean, yeah. th- that's true. That is what you should do. Yeah. Uh, but DeCobb, DeCobb's number one was the Whiskey Acres Distilling Company. Okay, that sounds fucking cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, and, of course, the Elwood House Museum, which I'm uncertain of if it's a museum of houses, if it's a museum in a house, I don't know. Or Elwood. Just the Egyptian Theater. I see it right now. It looks, looks really cool. Uh, Star Worlds Arcade. At first, I thought thought it says Star Wars, but it's Star Worlds Arcade. Do you know DeCobb's uh, nickname? Cobb City. It's actually Barb City, because it was an important in uh, the development and manufacturing of barbed wire. Of course, yes, that's what it's known for. Uh, and finally, uh, the DeCobb O'Hare Limousine Service. If you got to get somewhere, <laughs> um, how many people are renting limousines in DeCobb? All 42,961 of them. Uh, Mardi Gras Lanes, which I'm unsure okay, of what cool. that is. Like, it sounds like a uh, bowling place. Maybe? And maybe maybe limousines are a little too tame for you. You go on down to the Eagle Rider Motorcycle Rentals and Tours. Mm. I think I think they should invent a city where everyone who moves there gets a limousine. That's Dakov, baby. That's Dakov. Tune in next show for the Mountain West Conference. The city of the week will blow your mind.